0: Hello and welcome along to the Crafty Crew podcast. Uh, I'm Kinger. I'm joined by Mark. Hello. Nally. Well. And Waltie. Evening. Essentially, we spent so much time drinking craft beer in the first two lockdowns. We said we'd be a bit more productive this time and maybe create a podcast about craft beer. Um, So here we are. We're all a little bit nervous. We've no idea how it's going to go. But... Come along on the journey and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it as much as we do. So this week's beer is, our the beer style, is lagers. A world-renowned lager is something like a Stella that I think everyone will know. Um, But we're going to try a few other lagers that we've got our hands on for this week. Uh, Nally's going to give us uh, a few uh, interesting facts about lagers to start us off. So away you go, Nally.
1: Yeah, so lager is one of the two main styles of beer. There's lagers and ales. And um, the main difference between lagers and ale is that lagers tend to be bottom-fermenting yeast. So there's two main strains of yeast used to ferment beer. Lagers use the bottom-fermenting yeast. Uh, The term lager itself comes from the German words to store. So years ago, they used to store all the beer in caves, which kept them cold, and it was cold storage. And then around the middle of the You know, in medieval times, around 1500s, there seems to have been a second strain of yeast. And that's the bottom fermenting yeast that was brought, that was kind of found. And this was then used for lagers. So from here, then, there's a load of different styles of lagers. There's Pilsners, Hellas, Marzen, uh, Bock. There's dark lagers, light lagers, um, plenty of different colors. So when electricity and refrigeration became a lot more accessible to people, lagers then kind of took over um, and Immigrants over to America, they brought the lager style with them. So that's why lagers ended up being the most popular style in America. And from there, when refrigeration and electricity became more common, they were able to mass produce it on a bigger scale. Um, and that's probably why it's the most common beer in the world today.
0: The only information that I have on lagers is that uh, National Lager Day is the 10th of December. So we've missed it. But We can always aim to have a celebration next year.
2: <laughs> Just to point out, Kinger, the 10th of December last year was... Uh uh thursday in a lockdown so i can guarantee i did not miss it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's a fair point
3: <laughs> fair point we were probably all involved in it
0: yeah we probably were somewhere yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, we, mark have you any information for us about lagers? yeah
2: so uh like just to mention your previous uh, lager there stella so stella is the most popular not only lager in the world stella is the most popular beer in the world in terms of sales now so maybe not in terms of what people actually like but it sells the most i suppose that's that's what's important it was um so it has an interesting story behind it as well so it was first launched in 1926 as a special christmas time beer so stella artois it's named after the artois region of northern france so it's a belgian beer but this region borders uh it borders uh france um or sorry the, the artois region it borders belgium So it was released in 1926 as a Christmas beer. The Stella means star, so it's a reference to the Bethlehem star. So uh, it was, as I say, it was a very popular Christmas beer, and its popularity was such that the brewery decided to release it as a standard lager. And by 1930, it was being distributed all around Europe. From there, it just continued to grow. So for anyone out there with religious connections, you know, Stella's probably one of the more religious beers that you could drink. And every time you drink Stella. it, you can think of baby Jesus. Stella's the
0: go-to for uh, religious people, so is it?
2: <laughs> yes, it is. So I, I, I believe that all priests would drink Stella when available. <laughs> oh Jesus! I, um, I, it... I heard the the recent
1: uh, the recent petition to replace the confirmation wine with Stella, and that was the true <laughs> blood of Christ at the time. <laughs>
0: Very good.
2: It, it, it must also just be noted that uh, Stella is owned by the same company that owns Budweiser. So I believe the Catholic Church will accept Budweiser as an alternative when Stella right. is not available.
0: Yeah,
3: that's, that's fair enough.
0: Uh, Walshie, I'm sure you have some uh, riveting information for us oh, about was, Larger's.
3: Oh, I'd expect nothing less. Uh, the only one I have is uh, Larger <laughs> beer in general is the most dominant beer style throughout the brewing world, except for in England where ale is the primary style of beer consumed?
2: It's not like England okay. to be different from everybody else, is it, Walgie?
0: No, imagine. Yeah, I'm imagine. Sure. Do you think yeah, they well, probably
3: would...
2: were, do you think they
1: were, uh, lager was the most dominant and just kind of maybe in the last five years they decided they might try ales instead and just get away from the whole lager situation
3: and go towards ales? Natalie, I have a question for you, you might be able to answer me. Ales in general would. They be in the same kind of family as lager, or to be completely different altogether.
1: So essentially, ales are brewed with different yeast. Lager yeast and ale yeast are different strains of yeast, and the lager yeast is bottom fermenting, and ale yeast is top fermenting. That's the main difference between them.
2: I don't think while she was listening to the start of the podcast, I did. I heard him talking about, but you know, he shots fired across your bow there. While she, you weren't paying attention. Just own up to it. Too busy looking at the can so he was. <laughs>
0: uh well look uh without further ado let's get into the first of our beers of the week so as i mentioned we're uh talking about lagers this week so the first one we're looking at is or the first one we're tasting this week is uh it's the white hag and it's their Hellas style lager i'm i'm a sucker for looking at a can and like enjoying the aesthetic of the design of the the label and stuff so like this looks like it's going to be refreshing before i even taste it i'm hoping but uh i've no idea. So crack them open and let's see okay so i guess looking at
2: this um for all our listeners we are going to be using the kind of standard beer judgment uh, criteria which would be aroma color taste and mouthfeel and the order we're going to do it in is not the order i said it in we're going to assess them on color aroma mouthfeel and taste um and so kinger you've uh, you're somebody who knows a bit about this brewery do you want to walk us through the uh the color of this and the aroma
0: uh, look i'm not gonna lie i i am someone who pretends to know what i'm talking about when it comes to beers and anything craft related i just like the taste of it and how, like how, how things look i know the white hagger based in uh sligo am i right someone will correct me if i'm wrong i'm sure um it's it comes in at four and a half percent um I, I mean, I think the style of Lager like originates from Bavaria. Very good, Kinger. I see you are able to read the three sentences on the side exactly. of the can. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You put me nice. in the spot there and I had to, I had to, I had to roll with it. Like, um, <laughs> so what are your thoughts? Like looking at it, what, what, what do you think? So for me, it's just the normal color of a Lager.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Nice slice. Nice, uh, nice kind of almost fruity smell off of it, but not really a fruity smell, but just a nice aroma I'm getting calm yeah, and it. I'm enjoying it
3: it's not too it's not a heavy smell or anything like that but then like your lagers are kind of it's not overpowering yeah
2: in terms of the mouthfeel then you know it's a a little dry maybe
0: does yeah. anyone
3: else get
2: that
0: uh, yeah for me for me it's also a little bit fizzier than i'm kind of used to maybe but i'm sure yeah that's, it's, it's, you know. it's kind
1: of like really uh crisp nearly yeah um so it finishes quite quickly it, it dissipates and stuff quite quick but it's it's really crisp it's really refreshing kind of beer
2: mm. i guess that's where the the dryness is coming into it a little bit but one thing i have to say when we move on to taste kinger you said at the start that the can uh, so for anyone who who doesn't know what this can looks like it's kind of um soft pastel yellow orange and blues and it does look like this, it's got a nice little zigzaggy pattern but yeah refreshing is the word mm. that you'd say the can uh, brings to your mind refreshing is the taste i get off this yep. it's actually really nice. Yeah. um mark you're not really you're not really a massive lager fan i think are you no so i'm somebody who has them uh fairly regularly but lagers are my like go-to beer after i've had four or five craft beers so once my taste buds have been killed i will start drinking lager because it's cheaper and then i also don't miss out on the tastes of other craft beers
3: Fair. what a compliment yeah. what a compliment <laughs> <laughs> once i killed my taste buds i think that's the thing with lagers
1: in general as well they tend to be a lot less hoppy so with ales and stuff, like you're talking about, killing your taste buds. Uh, with ales and stuff, you tend to get a lot more of that hop flavour, which is a lot more dominant. So with lagers, they're just a lot cleaner. So they are. There's not as much. There's still flavour, obviously, but it's not. It's not as overpowering when you when you're having them. It just, yeah. So, it's a lot more restraint on the palate.
2: Yeah. So I would agree. And um, like I have kind of a couple of standard lagers. I go to one of the craft lagers. I go to would be like a the Brown Bear ones from. You know, you get them in like Aldi and Tesco with the Brown Bear Brewery. They're really nice lagers. They're gluten-free as well for anyone who's uh, watching their weight. Um, you can have 10 of them. There's no gluten in them. They're
3: good. They're <laughs> good for you. It's it's yeah. really a health drink. It really is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a replacement for a health drink. I like, can imagine. Yeah. I could see that.
2: Walk into a Ben Dunn gym next month and you'll see a load of Brown Bear beside the, uh, the protein shakes. the only thing you'll see beside it. Probably the
3: only thing, it. <laughs> thing, thing that make it, yeah. me go to a gym as well. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> So Kinger, right? Just uh, just for anyone who doesn't know, Kinger picked this lager for something for all of us to try. We hadn't had it before, but he picked it out of the out of the shelf. I had a a Rock Hellas lager during the week by the White Harbor Brewing Company. So it, it was a very similar name, and I thought maybe they'd be somehow related. Obviously, they're not. It's just a similar name, but it was absolute dirt. I couldn't drink more than two <laughs> mouthfuls of it. So I was very anxious about this, that I was going to end up spitting it all over my keyboard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd be of a similar vein to you, Mark. So generally, when I'm drinking beers now, it tends to be ales like IPAs and stouts even. Um, and I don't tend to go for the, the laggers, but that's nice. That's refreshing. That's not, you know, it's not. I often find with laggers, they tend to be a bit cap pissy. And uh, <laughs> this one isn't, which is a good advantage.
2: <laughs> yeah, for me, like the more drinkable the lager is, the less the hint of cat piss. Most of the time, it's there. But, <laughs> and, and anyone who doesn't have cats, you won't get this. But this is like the no. cat. You walk into a shed, a cat's been in for a week, and that's
0: the, the smell ammonia there. smell, isn't it?
3: Yeah. One thing I'd say for myself, I'm usually like Nanny was saying, he's kind of more stout and that kind of stuff. I'd be more of a the kind of citrus IPAs for the most part, but obviously before it was all kind of lagers, but yeah, I could, I honestly, if they didn't have a particular beer that I was after in the pub that day, or it was all out, I'd quite happily sit and drink that for the day. Cause it's, it goes down very easy.
0: It's one of those ones that you could probably, yeah, easily have maybe on a sunny day on a, on a outdoor setting. Um, yeah.
2: The more I drink of it, just sitting here,
0: it's very sweet.
2: And I'm kind of, I don't know how many I'd be able to drink in a row of this.
0: I think for me, because I'm so used to IPAs and different types of ales and and and, and stuff lately, like I remember when I started, would say when I was 18 and having my first couple of drinks, shandies. I, I I always enjoyed a shandy. I it, it kind of reminds me of that for some reason. I think that's the, that's the sweetness. You know, you enjoyed your handy shandies. Was hand shandy?
2: No, look, that shout out to Burgess Park home of the
0: Midland Sandhandy. Can we try and keep a little bit of uh, a little bit of respect and a uh, bit of you know, decorum. A little bit of decorum would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my word of the day. <laughs> um okay, so look, we've 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 all had a taste. Um we're all probably going to have a slight varying uh, some slight varying opinions on what we're drinking at the minute. So we have come up with um a very scientific rating system for all the beers that we're going to taste lads do you want to give any information or any kind of background about
3: i wouldn't really say a background but it did take us a good while to actually come up with um particular names for each rating
2: yeah the most the most amount of work that has gone into this podcast has been hour-long arguments about what the actual words we've decided to put in as this rating system hey. are?
3: I'd say that's fairly <clears throat> obvious at this stage. if We got this far.
2: So, anyone who has any suggestions for improvements, and if you're, you know, listening to this and you're like their Facebook page, stick a comment under the podcast. You know, let us know if you think it's shit or if you think you've a better idea for it. Uh, and if we think you're right, you know, thank you. And if we decide to use your suggestion, there might be a prize. And if your suggestion is terrible, we'll give you some online abuse. So, thanks. <laughs> yes, we'll take
0: all of your ideas and then take all of the plaudits. And ignore all your terrible ideas, essentially, which is
2: a good plan. I call it the Joe Rogan strategy.
0: <laughs> <There>. <laughs> so uh, we should mention we have uh, a Crafty Crew podcast Untapped account as well. So as we rate each beer, we're going to give it a live rating on Untapped, um, And so you can kind of keep track on what we like and what we don't like. For those out there who don't know what Untapped is, it's like
2: the Facebook or Twitter of beer. It's an app that allows you to tag in any beers you try, give add a photo, give them a rating, tag your friends. Very useful if you're into trying lots of different craft beers as I commonly forget if I've liked something, but I know I've tried it. So having an untapped means you can go back and check.
3: So yep. usually when you're about eight or nine beers in, yeah, you're probably not remembering to, to be tagging any beers. I've done it many occasions.
2: The beauty of untapped though is it gives you these little like push badges. So you get a badge basically every time you you check in a beer, and it's like um, freemium gaming, or you know those games that lure you into buying oh, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the gratification, you're like, oh well, I better have six more because then I get the next level.
0: So Untappd's rating system is essentially one to five, but it's in increments of 0.25. So you can have 1.25, 1.5, 1.75, etc we've just gone one to five for our own rating um and we've tried to come up with some pretty um outrageous beer puns for the system um so uh number one so obviously one is you're not going back to that beer again essentially one is you're not going to even finish that beer basically five is like it's exceptional there's nothing above this beer kind of job five is barney gumbel hook it to my veins devil <laughs>
3: Yeah. Full on nectar of the gods like
0: <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that, I'm on board on that one, yeah. So, one is unbearable, two is booze. Booze, it's booze, booze. Uh, three is beer. I mean, it's just beer. Uh, four is brutiful. Uh, and five is unbelievable, Jeff. It's unbelievable,
2: Jeff. <laughs> Shout out to Chris Kamara. Other football commentators are available.
0: Fair. <laughs> Sorry, Ty. So, So where, where are we putting, where are we putting, uh, the White Hags, Hellas style Lager?
3: Um, personally, uh, I actually really enjoy it and I would be between just beer and Brutiful. I'd be probably more closer to Brutiful, but you know, that would be me. I'm
2: going to lamp in with Walshie. I I think he's, I think he's right. It's in that kind of middling range, but for me, the more I drink, the sweeter it's getting. And that kind of means it's a bit just beer because I don't know how many of these, You can handle before your stomach explodes with fizz and gas so i'm gonna say
0: just beer i feel like you don't want to you don't want to be drinking a drink that's going to have you swamped in like three or four beers do you know what i mean like you want to be able to kind of enjoy it over the course of a night or that that is i think it's deceptively feels light but i think it's a bit heavier if that makes sense so i i would say it's very middle of the road so it's it's beer it's just beer it's good like yeah
1: so i I'd, i'd kind of be inclined to agree with you kinger i think uh it's it's a nice beer. Um it, it is it's really nice for a lager, especially. I'm not the biggest fan, but it is really nice. Uh but I don't think it's a four. I think it would be a three. I don't think you're going to sit and, you know, you're not sticking on that all night. Mm. I think the fizz will have you creased within a few of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, if, yeah you're, sure. if you're trying to stick on that all night, I think you'd just be creased within about five or six of them. You're not you're not spending the night on
3: them. So to me, it's just sure. beer. It's grand. There's nothing wrong with I, it. But... Uh, that's, that's fine by me. I was kind of in between the two. But, you know, I mean, it's obviously a kind of decision between the, the four of us. So yeah. I'm very okay with that. I think it's above normal if you're thinking of larger styles in comparison to rest I'm... of them that's kind of what i'm
2: yeah i would agree while she has definitely very 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 little trace of cat piss taste to it and um also i think that as you say that it's a bit heavier than it seems i think that's all the fizz so maybe anyone drinking by lake and you're going if you're going for a swim this might give you extra buoyancy when all that fizz gets in your (laughs) body so from a scientist you know extra buoyancy Drink the White
3: Hag Rockellas Lager. I also think one last thing, like in the normal, especially kind of in in Ireland, I suppose your big one over here, like Mark was saying earlier on, would be kind of your Budweiser. And if I kind of compared that, this one, to Budweiser, I would drink this a hundred times quicker than I would a pint of Bud. Probably,
0: yeah. Because yeah. Bud
3: yeah. I found okay. has that kind of strong taste of it. I, I'd be inclined to agree with
1: you. I think it's, it's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's a nice beer. I just I wouldn't be on it for the whole night. It's just beer. It's not something I'd particularly go back to. But if someone's handed it to me, I'm never going to turn it down. Like
0: <laughs> Fair. Yeah, so we're sure. going we're going middle of the road, three out of five, just beer.
1: That's yeah. good. It's a, it's a solid start, I think, uh, as our first beer to try together and rate. Great, yeah. uh, no, well, no, nothing need. better than... <laughs> Nothing better than right down the middle. No, right no one middle. side or the other. Straight <laughs> yeah. down the middle. Lovely hurling job. No yes. no, no offense caused by anything here.
0: I want to ask you guys a quick question before we go on to the next one. Um, I actually didn't realize that my kind of first my first initiation when it came to craft beers was actually a lager. And it's only when I looked it up today that I realized it's, I, I remembered it's a lager. So it was Fisher's. I don't know if you guys know Fisher's beer. Fisher's lager. It, it, Came in a big tankard glass, big hand on the side. And the shtick that I was told about it was that they brewed the bubbles smaller so that it got you drunker quicker. And that's what I was told. But like, I drank it and I obviously drank too much of it because like, I think it gave me one of the worst hangovers that I've ever had. <laughs> did the person who
2: tell you uh, that they brewed the bubbles smaller so it gets you drunker quicker? What else did they tell you, Kinger? Because I don't think you should be trusting that person. <laughs>
1: Is that the same person you bought those magic beans off, Kinger?
0: <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not the same person. <laughs> I why am I the target? Like I'm not gonna be the target man for the rest of the podcast. Like I'm not I'm sending Like on my to point there.
3: out now, I've said nothing, it's the two boys that are verbally attacking you all day.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, I mean Kinger,
3: if you don't want to be verbally attacked, then you know Kind of, you need to be a
2: bit clearer with your explanations. Is all I'd say. Stop leaving us open. Stop leaving things open to interpretation. Okay, phrasing, all I was, phrasing. All I
0: was doing, all I was doing, was telling you what I was told. That's that's all. So my original question was, what was your first um, step into the world of craft beers? Can you remember?
3: I can uh, and I wouldn't mind. A few years back, I was like, nah, craft beers, not for me at all." And in our local pub, and kind can attest to this, uh, we used to drink one from the Carrig company. And I was drinking their Carrig Lager, kind of more so because it was a cheap, cheap bottle. It was like three euro bottle. So NFL Sundays, let's say there was a, a bucket load of them drank. But you know, me being obvious, there was like, oh, I don't like craft beers, don't like craft beers. And then once kind of dead center kind of came around, Nally brought me in and it kind of went, um, yeah, Mark. Quite. Here we go
0: with the dead center. Here we go. To be fair, I did ask what was your first kind of step into the world of craft beer. If yeah, they Mark. were involved, they they were involved. It's it's as simple as that.
2: I'd like to just point out while she went from telling us about his first craft beer and then to years later when another brewery opened that sold a different type of beer uh, it wasn't his first craft beer.
3: It was like a not even a year after that. Yeah, I,
2: I sit corrected. Apologies.
3: So. I'd say
1: my, my first thing with craft beer is uh, generally when we used to just be having beers up at the house with a few of the lads, um, we'd go in and we'd get a crate of Budweiser, or a crate of Coors to split between us. I'd always just pick up one or two extra bottles, um, not a clue what they were at the time, just grab different things and see, should we try this, try that, and see how they went. There's one I remember in particular, though, is, uh, it was a banana bread beer, and it was, I think it was by Wells Brewery it was it was a really good beer it did what it said on the tin it tasted like banana bread it was a good beer but uh yeah i think that was kind of the first that would have been the first kind of steps into the craft beer kind of side of things
2: yeah so right. kinger um I, i've actually been thinking about this in the last week as well trying to remember my first exposure and i'm 99 percent sure the first time i ever tried craft beer was in college so about nine eight nine years ago i tried hobgoblin so it was after house party it's like 10 to 10, run down to the off-license, get some more beer before it closes. And it was like a four for 10. And I got four Hobgoblin. And after I had about three mouthfuls, I gave the rest of them away. And it put me off craft beer for ages. Oh, really? I, just, okay. I really didn't like it. Years later then, I came back and I started with the likes of Sierra Nevada, O'Hara's, Franciscan Well. So the kind of beers that were pseudo-craft, so they were craft beers, but became popular, got themselves into pubs. That's where I would have tried them. And from liking them, I just started buying stuff from my local off-license and slowly got into it that way.
0: The other the other thing that I remember then after looking at Fishers was uh, Innocent Gun. Have you ever had Innocent Gun? I don't even know <laughs> yeah. if it's a larder or an ale, but the the one I was given was a rum cask. So, it, like, it blew my mind. You were drinking a beer, but there was this very light, like, heating in your chest, like you were drinking rum, or, like, it was bizarre. It was a bizarre feeling, but th- I think that was the one that really got me into it. Um knowing that you could do so much different stuff with it it wasn't just your typical beard you know
3: i've had some of them ones that have been like done in like whiskey barrels or i did one uh one that was fermented even with wine and it was like, you know, they weren't bad by any means, but it was just really strange. Like, my emotions were all over the place trying to drink them. I'm like, why am I drinking here? You know, <laughs> the <though>, roller coaster. <laughs> it was. I mean, I had a, I had a cry and everything. I was, I was so confused.
2: I really think it's the beauty of them, though, is that you can be drinking something that just looks like a normal beer and the taste of it is completely removed from what you expect. And you're actually looking yeah. at it thinking, what the hell? How did they do this like?
0: That brings us to our second lager, our second beer of the week, and this one is Third Circle Trinity Irish Pilsner. So, crack them open, lads. Work will be fun in the morning. Oh wow, <laughs> the smell of this!
3: Even yeah. just pouring
2: yeah. it—it's a very strong-smelling beer.
0: It's a strong. much stronger smell, isn't it? Hmm.
1: Yeah, it's a much, a much stronger smell of that. It's uh... oh. So the, the a oh,
3: lighter color. Well, I don't know if I go that far.
0: So it's Third Circle's uh, Trinity Irish Pilsner. Uh, they're based in Dublin, and it's a uh, 4.4%. Um, it's different to the White Hags Rock Hellas style lager uh, in the sense that it's an Irish Pilsner. So, uh, Nally, any information on the difference between the two?
1: Hellas lagers are from Germany. They're from around the Munich area in Germany, whereas Pilsner. Uh, originated in Czech Republic. And the world's first Pilsner was a Pilsner Urkel. Uh, and that beer is actually still available now. It's still available uh, to buy now. It's the world's first Pilsner, and it's, it's what most other Pilsners have been based off.
2: It's actually really delicious, so anyone who sees it out there, pick it up. It's
1: it's uh, it's crazy. So the Pilsner Urkel is the original. There's also a city um, near where this is brewed, and it's, it's where the other Budweiser comes from. So I don't know if you've seen it. There's Budweiser Budvar. That's the original Budweiser. That's that's the original Pilsner. A the Budweiser.
2: There's still actually a current court case that's been going on for decades between the two companies over mm-hmm. the rights of it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I wonder who's going to win that one.
1: I mean, the town has you know its name, so yeah, <laughs> it's not like they're calling the town Anheuser Busch <laughs> or Imbeld <embedded laughs> Town.
3: <laughs> F- I probably should have kept some of the last one just to be able to compare, but is it a little fizzier or bubblier? I think it was when it was poured out, but I think
1: the head has kind of dissipated a lot quicker. So I don't think it held a head as long as the other one. Yeah,
2: yeah, I agree with that. In terms of color, just to kind of start at the beginning, it's cloudier, I find, than the original. Yeah,
3: Yeah. originally I thought it was kind of a lighter, but as it kind of settled, it definitely got a bit cloudier. Just a quick one on the color as well. So one of the kind of trademarks
1: of a, a lager is that they're I know you're saying it's a little cloudier, but one of the trademarks of a lager is that they're inherently super clear. Because the cold storage tends to crash out all of the proteins and bring, drops them out of suspension. So to stay much clearer than, you know, some of your like New England IPAs or hazy IPAs that are a lot look more like orange juice as opposed to this.
2: Shout out to Crystallization for all those science nerds listening in. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I am not one of those. I don't, and know I don't get the references. <laughs> Trust me, it's it's hilarious. Uh, I
0: do... <laughs> I, I do i do i do see the cloudiness which is kind of i think very strange for a lager can we talk about the aroma because the fucking stench off this thing i personally don't there's think a it's a real bang off it yeah uh, no It's a real bang off that yeah there's, there's... compared to the last one
3: yeah compared to the last one yeah but i don't think it's as i don't know nuclear <laughs> as mark is trying to point out well
2: the mouthfeel is basically the same it's maybe a teeny bit drier so for me the difference is in the the color and the taste here and I guess the aroma, but it's it's, it's almost a staleness. It's, it feels stale. It smells stale. It tastes stale. Like end of a night, 255, nightclub closing at three kind of vibes, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's probably a mistake to be comparing the two, like the previous one we had, but like this, this feels, this tastes like it's a bit more mainstream, like your Stella's, like your buds. Yeah. It's not even that. It's just worse.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I would prefer. Just... Yeah, yeah. I don't know it...
1: if I'd go. It is a different style as well, though. So the last one was hellish. I I don't think it's like for like, essentially. they are different processes to brew in like. So I think the Pilsner is a decoction mash as opposed to just a lagering process. It's an extra step in it.
0: That's fair.
2: Um, It's very interesting that there's different processes to brew things. But in the end of the day, the process that I drink things (laughs) is the same. And I can assure you I applied the same (laughs) process to these two beers. And there is a massive difference in my enjoyment level. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yep, that's a very valid point that's a, to be fair.
0: <laughs> a great way of putting it that I have one process of drinking beer and it's not gonna change.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> Everything's been standardized
0: beer. on this podcast. <laughs> so we've we've spoken about uh the aroma. Have we have we said have we spoken about mouth mouthfeel?
1: Not a little. So for me the mouthfeel is very similar to the last one. It's still kind of crisp and dry. You know, kind of, it just it leaves pretty quickly. There's not a whole lot left behind, mouthfeel wise. Taste is there mm. that that lingers for a
3: bit. Yeah, so I does. think that oh, oh, oh. there's a little bit more to it than than the hell is. All right. Yeah, I Taste. think
1: it, it. I think it, it. It kind of sticks around a bit longer than the hell is. It, it. It there's kind of more to it. Um, it might be just there might be a bit more hops in it than than in the hell is, which kind of sticks it to the palate that bit longer than.
2: Yeah, for me, it's that there might. Yeah, I can kind of get the more hops, but there's also this kind of like. Mouth smacking, grating. I'm getting off of it, like you know when you swallow it a fly, it? and you're like <sighs> trying to get it back up. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> is it? Is it a bitterness? Is that like?
2: I don't even think it's bitter for me. It's just a stale taste.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I, I I'd go with that, King, or Maybe it it is kind of a bitterness, but I I get what you're saying, Mark. How it's kind of a stale taste. So this would be, you know, it's 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 not the it's not the worst, but it's a uh, th- these kind of style of lagers would be the ones that I wouldn't be. A bigger fan of the hell is mm. I don't I, I i kind of prefer because they're that lighter kind of yeah, that lighter flavor and that lighter kind of beer. with the Pilsner, Pilsner seem to be a bit kind of heavier or something.
2: Well, as someone who's been to Germany for a long weekend, you know, I can safely say I'm an expert on German brewing styles and <laughs> this is not the scratch. So maybe we move on to the rating then. I think everyone will know where I'm leaning with this, but it's uh, it's not going to be I've very high.
1: unbelievable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we have a first 5 min- 5 minus minus 3 for me i think this is a, a booze this isn't very good for me yeah stale taste i won't ever be buying this again if i have the option of not drinking and drinking this i probably still drink it but i think about it you know
3: yeah cuz that'd be just rude yeah yeah
2: so for me this is a beer where if you're in a spot where you Sorry. don't really have much choice fine like but It'll never be a thing I'm going to choose
0: again. It's not even un- in untapped, so I'm going to have to add it to give it a bad rating. okay that's a kick in the teeth isn't it? you have to add it to untapped. and actually and actually looking at the can they have the um they have the untapped uh, URL in there as well um, but the fact that you have to go and add it to give it a less than a less than I I'm just rating, trying to see if I can find crazy, it under any other name um, but
2: it doesn't seem to be coming up third circle. So-
1: So so I've uh, I've just logged into OnTap as well to have a quick look there, and uh, I found it immediately, uh, without any hassle. Uh, Uh, I just found it. I
2: just found it.
1: I just found it. I
0: just found it. I just found it. it.
1: So so, you know, uh, like 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 Facebook, it uh, it takes time to get used to. I suppose too
0: late, Mark. Too late. Some people.
3: I suppose, uh, Nelly, you are an expert on OnTap now at this stage. Mm. I'd Uh, like to say that I'm competition, but
0: so are we, booze, are, are we deciding that there's
3: really third well circle? Irish booze? There.
2: Your beer be is bad of, and you should feel bad.
3: So like with the Hellas, nope. I was kind of between the three and the four, whereas in this one I would be between the two and the three because I did enjoy the Hellas a lot more. But I, I, I don't know. I feel like booze would be a bit harsh as well. Okay. But then I wouldn't have it as good when we had Hellas at just beers, So it would be below that.
2: It's nice if you just stick up for uh, yeah. for Third Circle. Uh, Trinity Irish Pilsner. While she, it's really, really nice of you to stick up for an independent craft brewery. But to quote a uh, a famous philosopher, your beer is bad, and you should feel bad.
3: I Hope if the, the Third Circle Brewery ever happens to listen to this, um, that they don't take that personal. Just, what just try. Like, what you try. Uh, the th-
1: yeah, third yeah. Circle, they do have some good beers. It's not, it's not just this beer. They have quite a variety of beer. Um, and I have tried so many other ones, which are far better than this. Oh, they of have, course, uh, you have. Yeah, wow, they have well, a uh, pale ale, which is which yeah, look, is quite nice. But uh, yeah, no, just as the pilsner for me, I'd have to agree. It's not. It's just not my cup of tea, or my pint of beer either.
0: <laughs> that should go without saying. Going forward, like we're we're tasting and reviewing the beer we're having at this moment, it doesn't speak about that particular brewery as a whole. It's just this particular beer. Um, I'm sure we'll be trying some other stuff from the guys, and uh, I'm sure we will mm-hmm. like them. But uh, so uh, have we decided on yeah, two yeah. out of five in blues? For Mark's
3: sake, if we do happen to try third circle again, who yeah. uh, did want to step up their game? Because they have a hill to climb.
2: Yeah, well, she's dead right I'm there. To climb. You're dead right there, Willis. But up. I'll give them another five or six chances, definitely.
3: <laughs> Solid five or six. That's very noble of you, Mark. Very noble. <laughs> have, have, you gone bigger bigger man. Man? have you gone in to check their back catalog on... Uh,
1: on, on, on tap to determine if five or six is enough or is that all they have out at the
3: minute i, <laughs> think... I was just on their website here and it said um mark is banned from all future beers <laughs> that's strange <laughs> didn't expect that it was very quick
2: they're, they're potentially cutting themselves out of a lot of consumption per week there i don't think they'll, they'll stick with that for I'm very long
3: pretty sure between myself and and king will kind of make up for that <laughs>
0: I'm. I'm. I would. I would. So uh, I would hope just so, yeah. just to
2: to wrap it all up for the rating, we're going to give this a two out of five. And as it's a booze beer, it it gets a big boo from all of us. So one, two, three, boo,
3: mm.
0: boo. Oh yeah,
3: be the last man to get the word in. I was saying uh, boo words. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, look, just before we finish up, then lads, I want to ask you one more quick, uh, one more quick question. Um, seeing as uh, the ratings weren't super for uh, third circles um irish pilsner um does one bad beer from a brewery put you off the rest of their catalog so to speak a
3: bit i think i'd be sometimes i have been reluctant but it doesn't i won't i don't know if it necessarily turns me off if i see it again i'm like oh i don't know but i will try it and then i can kind of decide from there for for me it kind of
1: does the opposite okay. nearly where if I have a bad beer from a brewery, I may seek that brewery out again and be, just try a different style of theirs and see if it was just... Just so I know for myself and be like, was it just that style they didn't make well or is it just that they're not making good beer for me? So I, I'd kind of be the opposite. I'd try and seek them out just to try a different style and see maybe maybe it's just their style of brewing okay. that I'm not a fan of or if it's just that particular beer.
2: Yeah, yep. it certainly wouldn't put me off. And even if it wasn't something like this that's maybe not great but not too bad, I'd try it again because with craft brewing... You know different batches can even change in their taste or they could improve for me if i were to try another third circle brewery beer which i probably will in the near future um i will just be hyper aware of what i'm drinking so as opposed to just like opening it up and seeing it i'll be like okay this is this kind of beer and you know i'll maybe look into it a little bit before i drink it to kind of really scrutinize it um, and then i do the same as sec a third time but i think for me if you had if i had 3 different beers from a brewery uh, and it's happened that i don't like all three i just draw a line under it then and i just i won't go back okay
1: yeah i i i think 3 would be you know if you have a hat trick of bad beers from a brewery you're not going to you can let them keep the you're not going to go you can, back you yeah. can let them yeah. keep the game ball you can let them keep the game ball at that stage and just walk away <laughs>
0: Absolutely fair. lads that brings us to the end of our larger episode how how do you feel about having episode 1 under under the belt. It's
3: definitely get, good to get that first one out of the way. Uh
2: 10 more seasons, 10 more seasons of Crafty Crew episodes.
3: <laughs> <Ten more seasons. laughs>
1: I'm sure we can find that. enough beers. <laughs> it's all about that Szechuan crafty beer. All about that Szechuan crafty beer, Kinger. <laughs> Got to get that Szechuan crafty beer.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, well, look as as I mentioned earlier, you can find our uh, officially rated uh, beers on Untapped uh, under the. Is it just under Crafty Crew podcast on uh, Untapped? Yeah, find us. So anyone who wants to follow this podcast, find us under Crafty Crew
2: podcast. We have a Facebook page. If you go there, you'll find all of our links to SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, etc. And find us on untapped at crafty underscore crew underscore podcast
0: to follow all of our ratings of different beers. Excellent. Okay, so uh, next week we are looking at and tasting some sours, which I'm kind of nervous about because I haven't had too much um, experience with these. Uh, But we will be drinking uh, Hopfully's Leg Swap and Founders Green Zebra. I will be popping my sour cherry, so
2: it'll be the first time I've had one. The first one ever? First ever sour.
3: I am looking that forward is. to this.
1: Uh. That,
0: is not, that is not a good phrase. <laughs> Why am I the target man when he's saying stuff like that? Like, that's just not fair. But I say, at the end of, you, I say it at the
2: end of the podcast, so you all have to wait a week and you'll forget.
1: <laughs> it's going to stick in the mind for a while, I think.
0: That's it for this week's episodes on lagers. Uh, As I said, next week's episode is on sours. And if you want to try them with us, uh, it's Hopfully, Leg Swap and Founders Green Zebra. So it's a goodbye from me, Kinger, Mark, Nally and Walshy. See you next week.